Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg confirmed, as suspected, that his next product will be smart glasses. They won't overlay images on top of what you see, but they will be part of his metaverse. And certainly if there's one company we can trust to create a new digital society, it's Facebook, right? I'm Joni Salzman, and this is your Daily Charge. To explain the metaverse and what these glasses may actually do, I'm joined by one of my favorite people to meet in virtual worlds, CNET Editor-at-Large Scott Stein. Welcome. Hi, Joan. It's great to be on. <laughs> Hello. So what is the metaverse? When Zuck describes it, he calls it generally a virtual environment where you can be present with people in digital spaces. But Scott, what are they really going for here? What? How would you describe it? I think there's two things going on and everyone's talking about metaverses now. It's like the latest buzzword and it's getting, you know, shoved in everyone's face. But this thing goes back to, you know, science fiction, you know, uh, Neil Stevenson's Snow Crash. But aside from that, what people are talking about, I think, are two things. One is this ongoing journey to, to get a massively social presence in new apps and possibly VR and AR as well. So that's something that like VR has had a hard time with because they just haven't sold that many headsets. Despite the growth of VR, it's still nowhere near what a phone or a laptop is. How do you get everyone using it and where do they meet? And Facebook keeps rebooting that social mission over and over again. The second part is a naked admission that not everybody is going to be in VR. And so in a sense, like the metaverse kind of is an umbrella to cover like other devices too. Right. So... How is that different than like people using Internet of Things? <laughs> <laughs> it, it It's not different and it is and isn't. Yeah, you're right. Because like there's this, there's this, again, there's like the mission, like bring everything together and glom everything together. And in a sense, like, right, we're already living like the pandemic, you know, we're already living virtually through a million devices. You know, you're hopping between your phone and your laptop and common platforms, Slack, Zoom, whatever. So we're, we're kind of there. And I think this is companies also trying to own it for themselves. So another key thing, we're talking about Facebook, like missing the boat on on maybe phones and phone OS and you know getting Oculus and getting the VR thing, trying to figure out what comes next. Can they make a social network, which is text and photos and, and stuff like that? Can they make it something more dynamic? And so I think that this is also a mission for Facebook to translate all that social network stuff into something more dynamic that people can work in and do things should you even want to in a Facebook ecosystem. But they're all also promising that it'll be open. Um, and yet everyone's gonna want it, a part of it for themselves. That doesn't just include Facebook, that also includes Microsoft, Apple, Google, Epic, like everyone's kind of in this game. Right, well, Facebook trying to figure out and be at the forefront of what's next. They've said what is next from Facebook in terms of a product, and that's going to be smart glasses. But the kind of common consumption of what a smart what smart glasses do or can do, it doesn't seem like this is what these glasses. What are these glasses actually going to do? <laughs> that's a great question. We don't really <laughs> we don't really know. Um, I mean, we kind of know some things. What they won't be is the AR glasses you may be thinking they are if you're a futurist. So like Facebook has talked about those, like what comes after VR, you know, th virtual things in the real world type glasses. And they and that still looks like years, possibly even up to a decade to get to like the ultimate product that they're going for. Um, right. 
And, and it sounds like over the next five years, it's like a race to see whoever can get that into some sort of a form that looks ready for people to buy um, that among all companies where everyone's kind of been hitting a wall with that. So I think that what it will more likely look like is a lot of the other smart glasses we've been seeing over the past like six or so years, like Snapchat spectacles or audio glasses like Bose frames, Echo, Amazon's Echo frames. Um, I think it'll be more audio and less like you think about Google Glass way back. Um, it's apparently it doesn't have a display of its own and I doubt it will have cameras because Facebook right now knows that the privacy issues with that and their company are really tangled. And right. they've been making the side mission to field test sensor studded glasses for future things called Project Aria. And I think they are aware of, of the, the privacy issues they're going to be increasingly getting into. And I don't know if it's ready to make that debut with, with cameras now, but it does sound like something they claim is more, helps you be more present is what, what um, Andrew Bosworth and Mark Zuckerberg have said. So it sounds like to me like that would be audio, like something with their audio, you know, now they have audio spaces and they've been talking about smart audio as a, as a stepping stone to AR. So possibly that. So it sounds like it seems to me that when you have hype cycles around a new product, especially like a new something like a completely new form factor from a company as big as Facebook, you have a hype cycle that comes with it. And it seems like products will either like attempt to live up to that hype and sort of fail because <laughs> you can't live up to hype or they'll kind of like undershoot the hype, be more modest and sort of underwhelm in, in, in that respect. Do you, what do you imagine it's going to be like when we actually get to see, are you anticipating being impressed given Facebook's, you know, they have bona fides with, with Oculus that's, that's evolved into a pretty impressive product. What are, what are you expecting? What do you, what do you expect your reaction is going to be when you actually get these things? I'm not expecting to be impressed, but I also feel <laughs> right. But I also feel like you're right. I'm not sure they're going to be super hyped, although we, we have been writing about them. But I think that Facebook has not been making a gigantic deal of them, all things considered. And it seems like there's I think it's necessary for the company because they need to start building not just the brand of what these glasses can be like, start getting they, they're working with Ray-Ban uh, SLR Luxottica to be the glasses partner. So they need to figure out like what that means and if people are going to want to wear them. And then it's like Snap is an interesting example. Like right. Snapchat's not giving up on glasses and they've had like this is their, their AR developer glasses now are like their fourth iteration. So I think it's going to require this like iterative stuff and that whatever Facebook is doing with this is going to be the beginning of like a learning process that they're willing to invest in. But like, who's willing to invest in buying them is the question. Like, mm -hmm. I, I think in a way that for them, that doesn't matter. Like they're gonna keep testing them regardless. But I, I also wonder if it's a beginning of a, 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 you know, it's like you mentioned about internet of things. I think this is Facebook's dabbling in ambient um, tech as well. Ambient meaning, you know, like your, your Amazon Echoes and, and voice assistants and, the Google, you know, the Nest hubs and the wristwatches and Google, Facebook's supposed to be working on its own smartwatch. I, I think this is like trying to look at like, well, if everyone's not going to be in VR 
maybe there's other technologies we'll start incorporating as well. And so I think it's kind of like diversification. Um, it's weird. And it's like the next step for them is very unproven and requires a lot of work on a lot of fronts. It's not like Oculus, their VR works really well, but it hits a wall if you're doing anything beyond games. Mm-hmm. And they want to make it for work and they want to make it uh, an ecosystem where everything is going to appear and you're going to do stuff. Like, how's that all going to happen? It's like, it's going to take a lot of pieces uh, falling into place over a long time. So what are some of the pieces that that Mark Zuckerberg has already sort of, you know, pie in the sky whiteboard called out as being like you, you've covered a few things. Like you mentioned a watch sort of wrist-based thing. What are some of those pieces that we know are in play, even if we don't know when they're going to get put on the board? Well, there's the wrist stuff. There's also connected to the wrist stuff, the whole like neural input technology thing. Facebook acquired um, a a company working in this. They also have been looking even at head-worn neural tech that they've now backed away from into a longer term area. Now they're looking at wrist inputs and things that where you would, it would sense your, your finger motion without having to really move, which sounds like crazy science fiction. But actually, I think that's an area that a lot of companies are going to be looking at. Apple is not too far from that with some of the stuff on their assistive tech on the Apple Watch recently with like, it can kind of sense not with neural, input technology, but but kind of machine learning, it can sense your finger motions. Um, so I think like, you know, how do you control things without holding a big like VR controller? Um, and I, the other thing Mark Zuckerberg's been bringing up, and this goes back to the metaverse thing, he's been very bullish on building a new backbone for all of this. There's That's that social universe. And right. we've tried out that Facebook Horizon um, platform that still hasn't even entered a public beta um, has been talked about for a couple of years. It's it's like a lot of other things out there, like Microsoft's AltSpace VR, VR Chat. Um, it even you know what Epic's doing with Fortnite. You know anything with avatars, Roblox, Minecraft, where you're where you're creating things and meeting people in a space. Facebook wants that to be like a doorway to all things, and it sounds like a building block for like a new. OS of forms like it's it's bigger than you could meet in or out of VR with it but until they get that on its feet like VR is very app based right now like you know do I launch this do I launch this and I think they want like a place that they want you to be able to have your own stuff and share other people's stuff and know how to connect none of that is there yet um and I think that's I think that's going to be pretty key to like having this be a work device Basically, it's the striving to like, what do they do for an OS? They don't have Android. They don't have an iOS. They don't have Windows. So what do they lean on and how do they connect to stuff? Right. So they want it to be, I mean, the the concept seems to be a place that you can go um, either virtually or somehow connect to access in real life. But what kind of skepticism... Do you have or should public have about trusting, you know, trusting Facebook? Critics would say, you know, Facebook is screwing up the actual society we're already in. How much should we trust them to create a new virtual society for us to go to? Um, oh, yeah. Where do you where do you fall in that? In tons, that of, tons of skepticism. Um, I think what's what's been 
amazing about Facebook's tech with VR has been its, you know, I think we found like trans the transporting capabilities and the games and the app support, just really cool stuff you can dive into. But all the stuff after this requires this bridging either of trust or of like the, it's leaning more on assistive AI that's going to start predicting and uh, right. working with you. You know, in VR, you don't really have a lot of that. You're kind of like safe in the game you're in. And once they talked about with neural tech and their AR goals are really to be a smart assistant. So that's getting into like knowing what your schedule is and where what your behaviors are. And, and that's a whole gigantic game. And so many companies have been trying to get into that. And we're very, there's a really rough time for that right now in terms of being comfortable with, with accepting where your data goes and how. And Facebook really is pushing further into that. So I think there's all of that plus the work stuff, which is how do you how do you work on that again in a in a secure way, but in a way that is going to work with like all the tech you've already got. Simply stuff, you know, you're working on your laptop. Oh, I, I got to jump into this thing. Can you plug in your glasses or your device, and can it be like an instant easy thing, or is it not? Because right now, like. Anytime I do stuff like that in VR, it's not easy. You have to like get a weird code or like hop across. It's not, it's not like putting on AirPods or like, you know, plugging in a, a monitor or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you, Scott, for coming on to answer my questions with more questions, which is yeah. <laughs> all I can really, all I can really expect of you when we really don't, when it's all still a mystery. It's a total mystery. And I think like the number one thing I find most fascinating is like everybody wants to be the one thing, but it's clear we're like everything, we're all gonna have many things. And so like with this many companies all trying to make metaverses, I think they've all gotta be really cool with the idea that like it's gonna be like multiple streaming networks or operating systems or whatever. They have to acknowledge each other and work together, which usually doesn't happen. It hasn't happened in audio. I mean, it hasn't happened with voice um, compatibilities across devices, certainly. Like, yeah, everyone wants to own their own dominion, but then the world, the society doesn't work if you're not working together. That Apple Epic trial was like the biggest preview of like, yeah, everybody, everybody's trying to argue where their doors begin and end for these things. And like, you know, do you have the right to charge admission before you get to this thing? And it's like worlds within worlds. Everybody wants to be the everything destination and that just can't happen. So what, how do they resolve that? Because every company is <laughs> trying to kind of suck it all up and become more um, than before. So it's, it's a weird time for this tech. Well, in our actual world, you can check out all our coverage on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from Roger by heading to CNET.co slash Daily Charge. I'm filling in for Roger today, but he'll be back soon to answer your texts. And if you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Joni Salzman. Thanks for listening. <laughs>